the year 1983. Return of the Jedi is dominating the box office. In terms of endearment, it's the picture of the year. And with the 1983 December re-release of the 1977 Disney classic The Rescuers comes a small little adaption of one of the greatest Christmas stories of all time. I present to you, Mickey's A Christmas Gift. Hey, hey, hey. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I don't know how to start this one. It's a Christmas Merry, special. Merry Christmas, Uncle Scrooge. Oh, boy. That was... <laughs> That's that perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. The least it's... scary thing that's going to be talked about today. Yay. <laughs> that, uh, th- this is a very, very special episode of the Disney compendium, Annex One. It is a, this is not a um, Walt Disney Animation Studios release, um, but it's the holiday. This one's, for, this one's for fun. This one's for this me and one. you. This one's for us. This is, a, this is a Christmas present for us and you. Yeah. Mostly for us. Uh, this is, um, this, the Disney studio proper doesn't have a Christmas movie, so... <laughs> Let you count Muppet Christmas Carol, maybe? But that's not in Walt Disney Animation Studio, which is what we're covering right now. So there's uh, like there's no chance of like crossover. Like the closest we could have gotten was Ichabod and Mr. Toad for Halloween, or like maybe uh, I don't know. I can't think. What? Of what wait. So that, that that Jim Carrey Scrooge one doesn't fall in that category? No. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah. The, the animation studio proper has no functioning Christmas movie. So you have to make your own fun sometimes if Disney has taught you anything. And that's what this is. We're going to do Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yay. I love Mickey's Christmas Carol. As do I. It, it is, is uh, one of my favorite Disney things ever. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Christmas yes, Carol, probably one of the most filmed things of all time. <laughs> Um, and this is one of those things. <laughs> yeah, uh, the debut, the animated, well, not the animated debut of Scrooge, because I think he was in the opening credits of the Mickey Mouse Club. Yes. But, like, the first, like, real, real look at Scrooge the character. Yeah. Uncle um, Scrooge. Uncle Scrooge. Not, not, not Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck, not, <laughs> um. Yeah, this is an adaption of Dickens' A Christmas Carol, obviously. Uh, <laughs> obviously. Um, and boy, this is this is an ambitious crossover event. <laughs> Since uh, the Avengers and this. Yes, and this. Um, little known fact, uh, and you didn't know this until I sent you the link to it, that this is actually an adaption. It's not... Uh, uh, it's not like an original thing for the most part. This isn't, they released in 1974 um, a record that was the uh, Christmas Carol done with Disney characters. Um, uh, completely narrated by Scrooge, actually. Huh? Completely narrated by Scrooge. Alan Young doing his Scrooge McDuck. Um, it's, it's great. It's mostly the same as this movie with a few different uh, changes, mostly ghosts. Um, 
the ghosts of uh, Christmas yet to be and the ghost of the, the present ghost um, are different. But uh, other than that, um, wait, or do I have that wrong? It's the g- ghost of Christmas yet to be is the, is one of the, is a witch, the witch and um, the old hag witch. Yeah. <laughs> and, the ghost of Christmas past. That's right. Was Merlin. Okay. Yeah. Cause the, uh, yeah. Cause the Cause ghost it, of Christmas future is Pete in, in the, in the animated in this one. And the yeah. ghost of the present is the giant in both. Yeah. It's both Willie and, and Marley's still goofy. Marley's still goofy. It's Jimmy cricket in this one. And it is Merlin in the record. Yeah. Um, also, uh, another significant thing about this one is that it is one of the very rare uh, Mickey Mouse theatrical movies. Yeah, this is probably it, the, it's, it. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're not many of them. There's not many Disney movies that feature Mickey Mouse. Um, but uh, and then you know this one's not from the Walt Disney Animation Studio, but um, but it should be. It should be. It's. Uh, um. But it should be, but it's not, unfortunately. But here it is. This is just like it is like at the when this came out in nineteen eighty three. So like almost ten years after the record was released. Yeah, um, this would have been thirty years since Mickey had been in a theatrical thing, and this was um, uh, this was originally. Uh, uh, read like like issued with the uh, rescuers. Was it? Yeah. Huh. Um. Uh. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because they reissued the rescuers in the eighties, right. and yeah. this was with it when they reissued the rescuers. So going back to uh, Disney ornaments, uh, the rescuers ornaments came out about the same time, right? Yes, yes. Uh, um, but Mickey's Christmas Carol, like, okay, so for people who are younger than me and JJ, and maybe even JJ's yeah. age, I don't know. <clears throat> the 1980s for for kids' holiday specials, it was like it was like the Murderer's Row. Yeah, you had you had Charlie Brown, you had Garfield, yeah. you had uh, the West Vinton claymation Christmas or Will Vinton, <laughs> and you had this. Yeah. And these were all like network primetime specials. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like to this day, like it's, I, I, you, this is probably like, you see this one just as much as you see like the George C. Scott version on TV. Like, which is also really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, most of them are. I mean, like, <laughs> like yeah, except the, for the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. The animated Jim Carrey one. Like, the Patrick Stewart one's really good. Yeah, that, that made for TV Patrick Stewart one. There's the yeah. Alistair Sim one, which is fantastic. Yeah. I, I keep wanting to see Alistair Smythe. <laughs> it's like <laughs> That would be one hell of a Christmas carol. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> but uh and a Muppet Christmas Carol is another Disney property now. Also fantastic. Also, like, uh, yeah, that's Muppet Christmas Carol. If it didn't have puppets, I think would 
be more well received. Like I think Michael Caine does a pretty outstanding job as Scrooge, but uh, my, my the best way to say Michael Caine's name, by the way, I discovered is just say the just say Michael Caine as slow as possible. <laughs> But um, Say it. Yeah. no, I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not playing your game. <laughs> One of us has got to be professional. Yes, and, <laughs> might as well start now. Uh, and also, uh, technically, since they own Star Wars now, it's the Star Wars Holiday Special under the Disney umbrella. Yes, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's it's the Kashyyyk Christmas Carol. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that? Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it's fun to see this movie. Like, it's fun to see when the when the characters are actors in their own universe. Like, yeah, it's not Mickey Mouse. He is still Bob Cratchit. It's just very much Mickey Mouse. Yeah, you know, Goofy is Jacob Marley. Jiminy Cricket is the ghost. Like, they're they're playing roles. It's like Super Mario Brothers three, where it's like they're actors yeah. in their own play. <laughs> D- Donald's just Scrooge's cousin, uh, nephew Fred, and yeah. it's for the, and Donald's not an antagonist in any way, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's fun. It's 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 really fun to see them play it this way, and I kind of wish they would. They, they try from time to time, but they've never really succeeded. Um, in the way they succeeded here with sort of mm, trying to use these characters to tell other stories. Yeah. And, and the good news is this movie is super accessible. Um, there is a, uh, uh, on Netflix right now before yeah. Disney <laughs> yanks it down. Yeah. Uh, you have Mickey's, uh, Mickey's, uh, Christmas, Mickey's house of mouse Christmas. I think it is. Yeah. Once upon a Christmas, this this whole the whole uh, the whole film is sandwiched in between there. Yeah, so, I, and I think it's been re released on different compilations. Like, yeah, throughout. I have it on Blu-ray. You have it on Blu-ray. Yeah, um, it's it's really yeah, it's easy to get, and I think it's 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 it should it's like it's a required Christmas movie. I feel like it absolutely it, is. It absolutely is. It's and it's also nice to get a Christmas Carol that doesn't drag on <laughs> you know like no no it's a half hour you know it tells the story competently um, and it's memorable it is super memorable yeah it's like it you know it may miss a couple emotional hits but you still can't not feel emotion when you see little tiny tim baby mickey mouse you know <laughs> doing his thing you know scrooge or or or, or mickey at the gravesite Yes. That you know, part always sticks with me. Yeah. It's uh, so, yeah, it, it's, and, and this movie is fun because it has cameos in it. Like, it, it, like it's all like connected universe kind of, as we were making the joke earlier, like, you know, Avengers style, like Fezziwig is Mr. Toad. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, and you see like when they're dancing around, like you recognize characters from, previous years movies that you know we're you haven't gotten around to yet and in the terms of the chronology of our podcast but like you recognize characters from other movies just kind of dancing around hanging out doing their thing you know you get Um, uh, our old friend bongo is actually in the fezziwick scene yes he is yeah yeah 
you know, I like Bongo, and I'm glad that he got a paycheck again from them. <laughs> Bongo was on his trampoline with his dumbbells, <laughs> just waiting to get booked. <laughs> and uh, and the you know the um, the the people looking for the donations and stuff. You got yes, the characters from uh, the Great Mouse Detective. Yep, yep. I mean, like, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun little, little deal. And I'm like, and it's really well. And it's funny because this was, uh, what did I say? 83? 83, yeah. Not the greatest time for Disney animation. But you wouldn't know (laughs) it. You wouldn't know it. Yeah, you wouldn't know it watching this. Like, you know, it's... It's a gorgeous little piece. It's like you could tell, like some heart went into it compared Absolutely. to um, some of the other stuff. Uh, like I said, that you know this was attached with a um, re-release of the Rescuers. Um, there, you know, so that you know that was a big hit for them, but that was in the you know seventies. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if you have it. You have it, the info in handy, but is uh, was was Don Blue still working there when this was made? Oh, let's see. Don I see some Don Bluthy looking stuff in this. I let's see. Oh, he did Black Cauldron, so yes, he was. Yes, I was going to say, yeah, because this was around the same time as Black Cauldron. So if he didn't, um, I don't know if he worked on the animation, but I'm sure him being at the studio, like, and being around, you would, he would have been there. He probably would have had a hand on it. He's not credited necessarily yeah for it but the, um, the reason i asked is because of the flames at the end where scrooge is falling into his grave that yeah. looks sort of like some dawn bluth you know yeah 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 i agree but um let's just say uh for for uh uh for the sake of um for completion's sake let's i'm gonna, I'm gonna show you what the uh um uh, what what was the same the same year that this came out or around when this came out? So you know, seventy seven was the Rescuers. That was a big hit, and that's right. what this was attached to originally. That came out in seventy seven. Um, Fox and the Hound was eighty one. Also good, yeah. Also good, but not like, but not not a hit. Um, but also not a failure, and no. not a particularly strong movie. And then the Black Cauldron in '85, which uh, some people will live and die by the Black Cauldron, but you know that movie has some notorious production issues. Um, so, yeah, like you know, and then the Great Mouse Detective, like this is what we're working with in the seven, late '70s, early '80s, yeah. and like you could make the play that this is better than <laughs> a couple of those. All, the, all those films, yes, you could. <laughs> Um, just the but, writing. The writing's better. You, the you, writing's you better. just you take the animation out of it. The writing is better. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's fun to look at the Wikipedia page for this because it has like a releases section and it just shows like every individual release this movie ever had. <laughs> a billion, I'm sure. Oh yeah, it was just and it shows you like when it aired on network TV and stuff at times, like in its early years and stuff, like. Um, I believe it was ABC originally, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. No. 
or N- CBS? NBC. NBC, NBC. Really? Yeah. NBC. No, I said ABC. But yeah. I think it could have been one of those things where like different networks picked it up as time went on. Um, it originally, um, its debut was with The Jungle Book in the UK. Oh. Uh, it was the short that went back. It seems like that's a <clears> big, that's a, that's, that is a big double feature. Like, even, with either of these, whether it be The Rescuers or um, The Jungle Book, like, I mean, this is over 30 minutes, and then you tack on full-length animated feature after that, like, and yeah. it's not really, like, like, especially with The Rescuers, there's, like, thematically, there's nothing to tie them, like, it is a Christmas movie followed by this, you know? Yeah, this this ran for an hour on television with commercials. Yeah. Which is uh, great because you, if you can find a VHS rip of it, yeah. you'd get the old McDonald's like chicken nugget commercials. <laughs> well, and like that. the TV versions had new, um, they would put because you know it has that that the end Christmas Carol title card, yeah. like hand drawn sepia tone title card. Like, right. The TV runs have more of those in them. Um, okay. They put like they they were like uh, like to bridge them and stuff for theatrics for bumpers for commercials and stuff. Um. And so, and those are gorgeous. Uh, yeah, the Mickey's Christmas Cow will return. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just been released so many times over, and it's fantastic. Like I said, it's so good. It's it is so good. Fun. It and, is and amazing. I, I kind of want to talk, like, you want to kind of talk about the movie, but it's also a Christmas Carol. So it's like, you know how Christmas Carol goes. You know how it goes. Yeah. You know, it goes, uh, but I, I, there's a lot of stuff attached to this movie that, you know, I, I, I would say without this movie, we probably wouldn't have gotten DuckTales, correct? I think uh, you probably still would have gotten DuckTales. I mean, the comics were popular enough. Right. But still, I feel like this was like four years before DuckTales hit. Yeah. So maybe there's something there. Uh, here's a here's a list of um, uh, uh characters that appear in this movie. Cool. Um, the Big Bad Wolf is collecting for charity. Yep. The Three Little Pigs are out about Carolyn. Yep. Lady Cluck from Robin Hood. Where's Lady Cluck? She is dancing with the secretary bird from Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Oh, uh, okay. This, 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 one up, this one, this whole section right here is going to be Fezziwig's party alone. Oh, okay. Uh, That's where they threw a lot of the cameos in. Yeah. Rabbit children from Robin Hood. Mind your manos. Yeah. Uncle Waldo from the Aristocrats. Aristocats. Uh, One of the, one of the uh, Grandma Duck, one of the, you know, duck characters. Horace Horse Collar, which is uh, the horse from uh, old Mickey Mouse shorts. Uh, Uh, Is that... Which is another duck family fa- member. Um, the Badger from Ichabod, Mr. Tibb. Right. Chip and Dale. Chip and, and Dale, Chip. yep. Uh, so. Daisy's, Daisy is Scrooge's love interest. Yes. Yeah. Main character. Yeah, yeah. That's weird to think, to think about that, too. <laughs> Considering, like- yeah. It's 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 Daisy is Donald's love interest, and you just have yeah. Is it um, also in the closing scene? You have um, Skippy Bunny and Toby Turtle, and 
uh, Mother Rabbit yeah. and Owl from Robin Hood. Right. Yeah, Practical Pig from uh, Three Little Pigs. And um, and Cyril from Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Yeah. You got a pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good group of uh, cameo appearances in this movie. Like, and you know, this was a time where Disney was reusing assets and stuff, so it made it you know helpful. It'd be kind of it'd be kind of fun to just go through the Fezziwig scene and like watch it like in slow motion and try to spot characters. Yeah, yeah, just it's it's very. Um, and, uh, and I guess on the DVD, you couldn't tell originally, but on the DVD, you can actually make out, um, the tombstones (laughs) (laughs) and like, they, like they include Gladys Knight and the Pips, (laughs) Bob Mills and Warren Oates. So just like, yeah, yeah, just some weird celebrity performers added to these tombstones because yeah, why not? Uh, but yeah, like you said, like I, I want to talk about the story, but at the same time, like you know the story. Yeah, it's I, the thing that's interesting about it is like what we just said, like all these characters appearing, yeah, in, in these segments and stuff. Um, because like you know, what can we say? Like by telling you the story, we're just going to be sitting here and reciting uh, <laughs> Christmas Carol. Christmas. Yeah, the Christmas Carol audiobook I, I, by two people who have no business doing an audiobook. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I think I think the difference is, I feel like Scrooge's turnaround time for his, his Scrooge's redemption comes pretty quickly. <laughs> Yeah, he, like, he. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, like he he gets fully panicked real quick in it. Like yeah. he's pretty much already turned by the end of the first ghost. Um, like, like he's ready. It's like I get it, I get it, kind of. You're like, nah, dog. We got you booked for like two hours. Yeah, but then like, but then he wakes up and he thinks it's a dream, and then he realizes it wasn't a dream, and then he's back in the full panic mode. <laughs> And, and then uh, here's a here's a crazy part of this thing, which I didn't really didn't really notice till uh, I watched it recently. Scrooge goes and bought and like pays for a giant goose, right? Yeah. For the what is Scrooge? Yeah, a giant goose. Yeah, I mean, look the the <laughs> the hierarchy of animals in this universe where it makes has always made very little sense. Yeah, like. Like, I, one of the, there's a joke that makes me laugh every time I see it, and it's in um, the Three Little Pigs short. They have a picture of their dad on the wall. Oh, the sausage. sausage. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I mean, so clearly, like, these, that's yeah. still going on in this universe. Like, that's, the joke is that their dad was slaughtered and made in the sausage. Like so, that's still part of day to day life for these creatures. This this is the animals of farthing woods of Disney yeah. films. Yeah, this is yeah. I mean, like there is a uh, background like watership down situation going on in the background of all of these movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but you, you kind of you kind of overlook it, yeah. you know, because you're because if you're not like a insane person yeah who who, yeah. who nitpicks things he loves like i do yeah, yeah I because it is like you know 
Pluto is a dog and so is Goofy. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, yeah, it's it, it is it is it is super weird because there's nothing you can do to re- to change that. Like that is the that is it like what do you change the Christmas goose to? Like <laughs> Yeah. Like I mean because also like, Yeah, like <laughs> Like I mean, it's it's a duck, so like you know, big loaf of bread that you found at the lake. Or <laughs> uh, you're not supposed to feed bread to ducks, JJ. It's bad for their stomachs. <laughs> yeah, pellets. Like Scrooge yeah. shows up. Yeah, don't throw. Look, I brought you a honey baked ham. It's spiral cut. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just like a duck confit, just kind of something. <laughs> um. Uh, also, like Goofy's corporeal, like, or sorry, uh, Goofy Marley is corporeal when he wants to be, and then when he's not, he's. So if 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 you watch the or not watch, listen to the record, they all, with the exception of um, Scrooge, it's still Alan Young. It's all different voice voiceovers for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the goofy one is just real bad. <laughs> like Mickey Mouse, there's an attempt there. It's hard to mimic that Mickey Mouse thing if it's not your job to be Mickey Mouse, right? Because like, like you know, it, it it was originally Walt, and then they had to change it. And when they changed it, it sort of it, it was trying to move away from Walt, but also maintaining Walt a little bit in a way to the point where now it is just a high falsetto voice. And this person is just going straight to high falsetto without, without any training of what is it, else needs so, to be there. So, <laughs> so, so the, is it Bill Farmer or somebody else? I don't know who's doing the voices on these records. Okay. Um, Cause that's, that's, he's been the voice for Gooby for years, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but like, but like the goofy in this, it it just because the thing about goofy is like it's like part like yokel, part uh, just you know, car- like cartoon dog voice. You know, it's like yeah. it makes the two together. This one just goes straight for like you know, country stereotypical Cletus the slackjawed yokel kind of thing. It doesn't feel like goofy. It just feels like it's. A, a, a dim person. It kind of sucks. <laughs> so he's just doing like a, like kind of a loose interpretation of Goofy. Yeah, it's like, oh boy, screwed. Oh, oh I'm a ghost. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and and they can't do like, there's no like, kind of like, you know, he tries, but yeah. it sounds like how I did it. It's just like, I, it's like, <laughs> it is I, Goofy. Uh huh, yuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that episode of The Simpsons <laughs> where where uh, Mr. Burns casts the family to pretend to be <laughs> Homer Bart or Homer Marge and Lisa. Yeah. Um, he doesn't say Bo. He says <laughs> <laughs> Bo. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But no, like it's so this movie so good so good so fun so um uplifting like it's like you yeah, just you, feel happy you, watching it you do you really yeah. do and, um, it, and, it, and it, for me and you maybe it's because it's it reminds us of our childhood watching on television yeah. oh yeah I, it's hard to it's hard to, particularly with disney stuff not to watch it 
um, with um, like you can't take off the nostalgic glasses. No. Especially with something like this, like you know, in the in some of the most recent episodes that we've done of the main podcast, um, we don't really have like even with the nostalgia Disney glasses and the love for some of the shorts, like the package features were all bad, yeah. um, and just like it's they're just real bummers. Um, but like you know, it's, 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 you can, when something's terrible, you can still sort of recognize it. It's like, you can recognize it. It's like, it's not great, but I still love it. Like, this isn't that situation. It, this is great. It looks good. It's in a... It holds sort of, up. Yeah, it holds up real well. Um, period uh, pieces tend to hold up well enough, too, so that it really helps its cause. And, and just to kind of add further, you know, credence to, you know, it's not just us you know, being, like, nostalgic. My six-year-old loves this cartoon. Loves yeah. it. Yeah. See? It, it, and, and yeah, it, it's easy to just pull it out and have it on for Christmas and people will just, you don't intend to watch it, but you, you find yourself just watching it. Yeah. Because everybody has their favorite parts. And uh, In case you were curious, yes, it was nominated that year for Best Animated Short Subject um, because it should have been. Uh, now I have to go see and who uh, who won that year. Um, Sunday in New York. Okay, never so heard of it. It, it was a it, short short subject animation is such a huge category. <laughs> There's so much that comes out every year that you know a four minute movie from 1983 doesn't mean anything to either of us. No, but I feel like Uh, that category has got become more refined as the years have gone on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Siskel and Ebert hated it. Well, eh. (laughs) I I, I can't list. I can't tell you the number of things that I've disagreed with Siskel and Ebert on. Um, I hit like a a problem Siskel had with it was, um, it's called Mickey's A Christmas Carol, but it is not about Mickey Mouse. There's not a whole lot of Mickey in it. <sighs> I, and, uh, yeah, Gene Siskel is a bit of a snob. Yeah. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's a short subject thing, so it's kind of, like, trickier to... This wasn't released theatrically like a real movie. This was no. released as, um, you know, padding material for another movie. Essentially, um, so was but, this this was this this was preceded the George C. Scott version? Uh, I don't well, maybe. What year did George C. Scott one come out? I, can I want to say I want to say eighty six, eighty seven, but I could be wrong. Hear my mechanical keyboard just clacking away, and you can hear my children <laughs> yelling in the background. <laughs> he wants to watch Mickey's Christmas Carol. Can't blame him. 1984. So, so like a year after this. Yeah. So, wow, I didn't realize it was that close to this one. So, uh, like, you, you wonder if people was like, uh, more Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Although, honestly, go wa- watch both of them. They're both good. Yeah. There's very few that you can watch that you could go wrong with. There's a couple. There's a couple like that are just like, nah. Jim Carrey. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, 
Jim Carrey. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, there are other, like, uh, was it like just a few years later, they did another theatrical Mickey Mouse short. And I think that would have been his last one for a very long while. Um, which because they did which was? Right, right, right. Okay. And I can't really, I, without looking it up, and it's not, I can't think of, no, I don't think there's another one until, I don't think there's another Mickey Mouse short before a movie for a while. I think, like, the, I think the 90s, like, I think there's one in the 90s. It has to be. Like, late 90s, and then uh, uh, get a horse later on, but, like, not to this extent. Like, those are, like, a few no. minutes. This is, like, Prince and the Popper was almost a half hour. So, so you have this in '83. You have you have the uh, George C. Scott one in '84, and then you have like Scrooged in '87, '88. Yes. So it's just like a that five year period. <laughs> just nothing but it's just all Scrooge all the time. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, a lot of oh, and before um, before this one the last Mickey Mouse short in theaters was in 1953. So. Okay. So, uh, so, I mean, we, we, we can't really rank this because it's not a tr- what, what we're covering. This is again, a bonus thing. Um, yeah. It's just a bonus. And you know, this might like, depending on how things look after we're done, there's plans when we're done doing all of the animation studio movies for other things. And that's a couple of ideas, theme parks, shorts, live action, things like that. Like, you know, it's hard to loop back around and do these things, like throw this into the shorts pile. Um, But like, there are so many Mickey Mouse shorts. that (laughs) We, uh, we decided to do this one uh, because, you know, it's Christmas time and it's it's near and dear to our hearts. And yeah, it's, it's something fun for you guys. Yeah, so, and, uh, and I thought, you know, uh, like I said, I, I like to do, obviously, the part of this for me is to, you know, share knowledge as well as maybe learn something myself about the studio that I know so much about. But sometimes there are just some things that slip past you, like, you know, uh, like with the, the case in point with this one, I had zero idea that this movie is adapted from a uh, basically a book on tape from the seventies, you know, which you, you discovered like two or three days ago. You sent yeah. me that link to YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, I was, I was looking around and saw it mentioned on the Wikipedia page. And I was like, wait, what? It's like, it's like an adaption of a 1973, uh, you know, storybook on record records book. It's like, what? And sure enough, I had to look it up. I, did a Google search, found it on YouTube. It's on YouTube in its entirety. Um, definitely, so, definitely buying one. It's got a, it's the, actually got a, a storybook inside of it, like to read along with. So um, they did that a lot so, of with, uh, so if we, with uh, so we can, records. There's like a lot of them have like books in the middle of them too. Yeah. Uh, this is, you just, you just recently tracked down the Fantasia LP yes. and this is already on your radar. Yes. So, so yay. <laughs> so what's a, so the legacy of this is what DuckTales. Um, we got those really sweet 
uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol action figures in the early 2000s. Yes, he did. Um, they, they, I mean, the legacy for the most part is like really establishing like the duck family going forward. Yeah. It was already an established family and the comics were popular and, you know, Donald Duck cartoons were massive, but like for like media, like, like non-print media, like this was like this finally established, like, you know, Huey, Dewey, Louie were in it and Donald and Scrooge. And um, they're not the characters from DuckTales and they're not really the characters from the comics, but like, you know, they're, they're there. And, you know, we're just I mean, a few weeks away from Disney afternoon. So, yeah. I mean, Scrooge McDuck gets his name from Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. That, that doesn't change. You know, he's still, yeah. I mean, he's, he goes from Ebenezer Scrooge in this to Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely um, brilliant. And I guess would be to say, like, yeah, why wouldn't you do this? Like, this is what you are known for as a studio is adapting these old stories. Yeah, and you have this one sort of built in, like you know, you have a Scrooge character already, like. Mickey Mouse is the perfect Cratchit. Like, just this white bread, uh, well, gee, sir, okay, sir, sorry, sir, kind of character. We must uh, thank Mr. Scrooge! Yeah, it's weird to see Mickey Mouse, like, family. Like, Mickey, yeah. with, Mickey with wife and children is, it's weird in its own little way. Except, uh, like, in his case, so Minnie is obviously his wife, but, like, his children are, like, his nephews, <laughs> We've seen the Mickey's nephews before, yeah. So, so yeah. his nephew, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's like Huey, Dewey, and Louie kind of weirdness. Like, what is going on? Like, where's? <laughs> I I do want to talk about. I guess it really is theoretically the Animal Kingdom. So, I mean, yeah. anything could be happening. I do want to talk about one of my favorite parts of this thing. I Absolutely. mentioned like the, the graveyard scene with like Scrooge falling in the pit. Yeah. Pete as the ghost of Christmas future. So good, very like that. That cigar, like why you are Ebenezer. Um, there is one little like. There's not like. There's no like production stuff going on with this. It just you know it's a good idea, and they ran with it. Um, yeah, uh, it is the. Uh, it was the first time in animation that Alan Young did the voice of Scrooge. And he was always the voice of Scrooge until he died a couple of years ago, like very recently. Like he was, I mean, he did it all the way up to DuckTales Remastered, right? Yes, yes. When they remade the DuckTales video game, he came back to do the voice work of Scrooge in that. And then uh, he passed away before the new DuckTales could air. So. David uh, Tennant's doing a good job, though. Doing a good I job, like the. But- David Tennant's thing. This is also the, um, this is a Mickey Mouse cartoon that uh, John Lasseter worked on. Oh, okay. That's the only time he ever worked on a Mickey Mouse cartoon, you know? And um, that's, you know, that's significant in its own little way since, you know, he goes on to, to, to be to run a, the place. a very, very big part of the Disney studio for various reasons. Good and very bad, but uh, is this so? Are we are we in the uh, Michael Eisner era here? 
Uh, 80s, yeah. Yeah, we did by this point. So, because um, Eisner took over in probably around here. Uh, let's see. Mikhail Eisner took over Disney CEO in. You're not helping me here. 84, so he isn't. He, he, he comes in next year. So we're still the Roy Jr. era? Roy, or? Roy Miller. Miller. So um, before, uh, yeah, so we're, we're still in the Roy Miller era, barely. But um, he's on his way out the door, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, uh, Ron Miller, not Ron, not Roy, Ron Miller. Ron Miller is the. Uh, I, I thought first of all, I thought I thought Roy Junior, but uh, Roy Disney, yeah, yeah. Uh, Roy never got to take over the studio. Um, he was he like the, he was was he kind of like their. You're right because Roy was kind of like their. Uh, we're going to trot him out there. He's a Disney member. Yeah, He's a Disney family uh, member. There's a uh, fantastic book called uh, uh, Disney War that covers Michael Eisner's era. Of um, of Disney, leading up to it ends just before, like not too far away from him getting the boot. But it, the writing was on the wall by the end of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, um, Roy Disney had his internet campaign going to sort of like save the Disney company kind of stuff. Um, but like, yeah, they, he he had the nickname going around the studio as like the idiot's, you know, son kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you know, the idiot uh, son-in-law or brother-in-law kind of nonsense. You know, all that kind of. You know, he was just idiot nephew. I guess it's the right word. Thinking, yeah, so. because he looks yeah. like his uncle. Yeah, he looks exactly like Roy. Um, and get like, uh, but yeah, he um. Yeah, he never really got his share and you know we'll get to it later on but like the one time he had his own project things did not go well for him um so uh yeah so we're not in the michael eisner era yet so but we're we're almost there and that's when things that's when the the the, the, the strings get uh tightened <laughs> on here and um animation starts taking a hit, theme parks start taking a hit. Which is weird because this is about the time I went my took my first Disneyland trip too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So Yeah. But um you know yeah, it, uh, Lasseter, this was his only Mickey Mouse cartoon that he worked on. Uh and you know, eventually he goes on to work for pretty much every major animation you know, Lucas, Pixar, Disney, you know, take like the head of the departments kind of thing. So at the, I mean, like, hey, of all the things, as far as standout pieces go, this is this is one of them. Yeah. Again, we can't. Get, I mean, we can't. We're not gonna get too much into the story because, again, it's you know the story. Yeah, it's a Christmas Carol. We can talk. We, like, we talked about the things that are important to talk about: the bullet points, yeah. you know, characters and who plays who, and um, you know, it's twenty five minutes, I think, so twenty six minutes, so something like that. Yeah, yeah. It it just it moves at a good pace. You never feel tired. You never like feel like, you, and you don't really wish it was longer either. I feel like it's perfect sort of. No, if it, if it'd been like maybe another ten minutes, it would have been way too long. 
yeah if, if, if they like tried to make it like an actual theatrical anything <laughs> like you, you almost feel like it was cut in a way where it yeah. was like we want to be able to put shows on te- on television yeah we want to cut it in a way so we can shove commercials in it make it a holiday special it's like they want it to be you could tell it was one of those things where this can you know fit right alongside peanuts charlie brown christmas and frosty and, and, yeah, yeah rankin bass specials and things so like you could tell and like, it does yeah it holds yeah. it holds up it, it holds up really well it's yeah. this is for me the ideal sort of like christmas movie i always like the short subject christmas stories i think they're always yeah. you know they're optimistic and fun and you know you know they get increasingly dated but i don't think this one gets dated too much it does, it really doesn't. It, yeah. I mean, if you get it like because it's been restored now, yes, a little bit, and the animation is really, really good. Oh yeah, it's very good, and it's um, we're in an era of um, yeah, we're not quite, we're barely in the era of digital. I think the Rescuers was one of their first real um, digital. Like we used a computer to make animation, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, and this was partnered with the thing. So it's like, you know, we're still, we're still not quite at the full digital thing, but you know, we're getting there. Yeah. Um, it, like I said, it's on Netflix, but I would absolutely go pick up a digital copy. Uh, there's a Blu-ray release with a digital copy floating around at Best Buy, Amazon for yeah. seven bucks. Oh yeah. Go get it. Go get it's it. Not, it is not one of the, um, because it's not the main studio, they don't vault these things as often. Yeah. So you tend to see things like these little, like Mickey's Christmas Carol and like holiday themed shorts and Ichabod still easily available. Yeah. So like, it's easily available. It's cheap. And I, it, I couldn't recommend it enough to watch. No, it's it. Uh-huh. Honestly, we've, uh, we, we've been, t- we, JD and I have been talking about some movies we've been less than enthusiastic about lately. Yeah. And this is a breath of fresh air for both of yeah. us, I think. <laughs> yes. When we when as as we're recording this one, we haven't gotten to good movies yet. <laughs> well, we've we've gotten past some good movies, but yeah. now we're in a stretch of some really not good movies. Yeah, yeah this is being recorded in the str- in the stretch of the gauntlet of the package features. So this this is the soul gym. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> But yes, it's, it's 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 such a breath of fresh air. It's like everything's there. It's cohesive, you know. Like I wish this were in the middle of one of the you know, right instead of Winter Wonderland. Maybe shove <laughs> Christmas Carol in there or something. And it's 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 so it's now it's thirty five years old now. Yeah, I mean thirty eighty. And, yeah, eighty three. So and holds up. Yeah, holds up absolutely holds up. And it, like I said earlier, it's because it's um, not, it doesn't try to be contemporary. No. You know, like, no. you know, the Bill Murray Scrooged movie is, you know, is a fine little movie, but it doesn't hold up because it was contemporary of its time. It's, it's an 80s film. Like, yes. Or like, it, I would say like, it's like Christmas story in, the, in that yeah. sense where yeah. it's nostalgic and it's like yeah. of a period, you know. Yeah. Well, there's one, like when you make a movie that's based off of a time that's come and gone, like even a yeah, Christmas yeah. story, when it came out, it was already just looking like it was looking back with nostalgia glasses at a time that's come and gone. Like th- that's when it plays better. Um, yeah. 
but when it's just contemporary it takes place in the time where the movie came out you're like no. it feels weird like you i get it i get it that's 19 you know 85 or whatever but <laughs> or screw just like wall the wall street of christmas movies exactly but um you know at least it doesn't like the, you don't want to start a movie off in like the like don't ever start a movie that says present day because then in like 30 years, present day doesn't mean anything. And, and not that, not that I don't like Scrooge cause I absolutely do. Yeah. It's but it, majors. Yeah. It just, it dates itself. And it does. like this movie does not date itself. This movie could have been made in 1983, could have been made in, you know, 2003, could have been made in 1948. And it would have been the exact same movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I think it's amazing how well it turned out, considering what you the troubles you've kind yeah. of described, like how yeah. it, it, it it succeeded in spite of itself. Yeah, I mean, this is where post post Walt Ron Miller's about to be out the door, and the studio's been having production problem after production problem. And money's not coming in like it used to. You know, Disney World is open, so now they're operating two theme parks. You know, it's, yeah, it's you know, it's it's a strange time for the studio. And um, you could you could argue this might be their best work of the eighties. I mean, best yeah, anima- anim- animated. You could yeah. argue it might be their best animated work. Yeah, I mean, like you know. Little Mermaid's a great movie, but oh, okay, that's right. I thought Little Mermaid was ninety, but you're right, eighty nine, eighty nine. Little Mermaid, ninety, Beauty and the Beast, right? Got yeah, it. I mean, and, and like the best stuff they were doing at the studio in the eighties would have been televised anything, anyways. So, and short subjects and stuff. So, live action things that they were working on for television and stuff like Mr. Boogity on Mr. Boogity, a failed pilot, and then. Bride of Boogity, the sequel that was also a failed pilot. <laughs> God. Dark times, my friends. Dark, Dark times. times. Yeah, Disney was trying to figure out every angle they could come from to make a movie, to make money. Yeah. <laughs> and, and which turns out, like, the, the best uh, wonderful world of Disney is during this period was like, we're just going to show you Alice in Wonderland or Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah. And, Here's some stuff yeah. we know is good. Yeah, and, and then you get you trot out Michael Eisner trying to pretend like he's Walt Disney, and that dude ain't Walt Disney. <laughs> the story of Alice in Wonderland is a fa- is a good one about a little girl. She goes into a mirror. <laughs> Some teacups, I don't know. <laughs> I uh, I saw because it, it, it's funny that you brought up Boogity because I actually like. Man, you remember Boogity? And I Google, like YouTube it, and I found a video of somebody reviewing it. Of course, I do. And and it sh- and it showed like uh, his introduction to it, and it was the silliest thing. It's like ghosts taking over his office, and stuff. it's just like, oh man! And he's he's trying so hard, and he's so bad at it. it you, get the, you get the impression like back in the day, Reggie was working at Pizza Hut. I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> some ideas. Reggie Reggie Fiume is, by the way, from Nintendo yes. America. We were Reggie. talking about a fun Nintendo joke for all Disney fans out there. Hey, there were some hey. great great Nintendo Disney stuff. So, there, hey, there's, there's crossover appeal uh, on both ends here. So, we're not the only we, two in the world. We 
Oh, you, you, you as I said, we didn't make a wrestling joke, but I think you made a Hulk Hogan joke earlier, so, Ultimate Warrior joke earlier, so we're good. Oh, yes, pulling the planet of a nosedive, yeah. There you go. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so, yeah, we covered all the bases. We, uh, if there was a Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol breakfast cereal, we'd be all good to go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, we get, like I said, we got those sweet action figures. Which yeah. I saw Scrooge. I saw my Scrooge floating around somewhere. I'm, I'm sure you had the whole. I'm sure you had the whole set. I'm, I'm certain there's somewhere in a in a storage somewhere. I can't fit everything that exists that I have in my collections. But uh, yeah, the good news is this is one of the few things we've talked about lately. That's aside from uh, we talked about Melody Time, which is available on archive.org. You <laughs> seek it out if you want, I guess. But this one is on Netflix right now. Yeah, right now. Just High definition. Go watch it. Go watch it. So it's it's by the time if 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 you're listening to this podcast when I drop it, then like there's you've got a couple of days to to, to listen to it and still yeah, be knowledgeable. Yeah. Oh no no! Like uh, go ahead and Chromecast this to your television and uh, gather family around on Christmas Eve. Yeah, listen to these two guys ramble about Disney stuff and make uh, exactly. wrestling and uh, like <laughs> Nintendo references. Yeah, Spotify. Go sign up. Get get. Listen to me on Spotify. Listen to us. You can put, listen to your weekly playlist and then us. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I absolutely love this movie. And me too. I will. We're not want. <laughs> it's it's just now. We're, we're not at Christmas yet when we're recording this, but I will watch it again <laughs> at Christmas time. So. I guarantee you. Maybe not this evening, but you and I will probably watch it at least once or twice before Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, everyone, I'd like to thank you again for joining us. It was fun to talk about a good movie. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, uh, just keep keep this, keep subscribing, keep listening. I've been loving it. I've been loving talking to people about it. People are liking it. So, uh, yeah, there's, we, we have I don't people know, watching you do the show. What, yeah. I don't know what these special editions, these annexes are going to hold in the future, but I'm sure we'll find, we'll find some one-offs to talk about once in a while when they get thematically appropriate. Like I think this we'll is just, good for holiday things and stuff. Well, this will just once in a while, like how hey, do Herbie goes bananas. Yeah. Why not? Why not? The black hole. Oh heck yeah! I could talk about some black hole right now. Let's gonna we're gonna pause this. We're gonna go watch the black hole, and we're gonna talk about <laughs> the black hole. <laughs> because you asked for the devil of Max Teflon. <laughs> but you know what? That's in the future. This is Christmas yeah. now, and we're talking about a Christmas movie and one of the better ones. So Christmas uh, time is here. Christmas Happiness time is here. Happiness and cheer. <laughs> ancient times, <laughs> ancient rhymes. That's right. <laughs> um, but un- but until we meet again, I'd like to thank you again for joining us and have a magical day. Yep. Yeah. Bye.